Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another Training Camp Recap Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Hartman, Senior Editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and we are here to break down everything that took place at Training Camp for the Pittsburgh Steelers as they get ready for the Philadelphia Eagles on Thursday night. I didn't have this information with me yesterday, but I have it today, and I want to share it with you, and that is the upcoming schedule for these Training Camp podcast these recap podcasts so today monday august 9th the steelers did have practice it was padded and then they will have practice again tuesday august 10th wednesday the 11th the day before they actually go out to philadelphia they fly to philly they have no media availability on that day they will practice but it's not open to anyone thursday's the game friday's the day off and they're back at training camp on saturday i did the math and looking at the schedule i believe there are five open training camp practices remaining. Um, It's a situation where training camp is starting to wind down and the Pittsburgh Steelers are hopefully starting to get a good glimpse of what their team is going to look like as week one, when they travel to Buffalo to play the Buffalo Bills in the regular season rolls around. Now let's talk about what happened on this practice Monday. And there wasn't a ton of, a ton of breaking news. You know, you had the, uh, you go back to Saturday, you had the T.J. Watt news about him not doing any full drills until he gets his contract situation done. And then on Sunday, you had the news of Kevin Dotson and the misinformation, or I should say misconstrued information about his status and why he's with the second team and not with the starters. It really was not one of those headlines today. Uh, but I found it very interesting that you know, someone that's not injured that we know of that just seems to be coming back from just a really tragic offseason. They're probably letting him get acclimated again. That would be none other than Stefan Tuitt. If you do, if you don't remember, Stefan Tuitt was the one that his brother was killed down in, I believe, Georgia in a hit-and-run accident. He was on the side of the road. He was helping someone. I think it was his girlfriend or wife. Uh, with something on the roof of their vehicle, and he got hit and killed, and then the driver sped away. Uh, it was tragic. There's no other way to put it. And so Stefan Tuitt, he missed a lot of time with that, obviously so, helping family, getting all that stuff prepared. And 
now he's back. He's been back. He hasn't missed any training camp, and I don't even think he missed mandatory minicamp, but maybe he is battling a little bit of an injury, but he is starting to work his way back. Joe Rudder of the Pittsburgh Tribune Review writes that Stefan Tuit is back on the sidelines, but he won't be practicing with one more practice before the Eagles game. There's no reason to bring him back until Saturday, and that would be after the game. I feel like at this point you would think about Stefan Tuit not needing those reps necessarily, but they hope to probably get him back for that it's technically week two, but it's the Steelers' third preseason game. And that would be at home uh, the following Thursday uh, against the Detroit Lions. I believe that's a Thursday. Maybe I'm wrong. Nonetheless, Stefan Tuitt, hopefully getting his he's getting back. He's been working out a lot with TJ Watt on the sideline when Watt's not participating in those team activities. So hopefully Stefan Tuitt doesn't just come back, but he comes back healthy mentally and physically. Coming off of that double-digit sack season, you hope that he is of 100% and ready to go. Other news that happened from the Pittsburgh Steelers, like I said earlier, it was a fully padded practice at Heinz Field. Uh, Benny Snell, James Washington, Ray Ray McLeod, they uh, they were not practicing for obvious injury reasons. Uh, Again, no pads for TJ Watt, which means negotiations continue. Uh, there was some good news. Uh, Dale Lolly of DK Pittsburgh Sports says uh, Kalen Balaj, he doesn't look like he's injured that much. He left uh, the game on Thursday night against the Dallas Cowboys in Canton, Ohio, with a lower body injury, as Mike Tomlin called it. Uh, he said he was just running on the sidelines. He'll probably miss this week and then be back for the Lions the week following. For the weekly update, or sure, daily update on seven shots, the early drill that they run at Pittsburgh Steelers training camp where the ball gets placed at the two-yard line. Seven plays are run. Who wins, who loses? Brooke Pryor of ESPN reports that the defense takes today's seven shots 4-3. to three. It was tied to 3-3 to three going into Joshua Dobbs' final rep. He tried for Eric Ebron in the back corner of the end zone, but Mark Gilbert, Gilbert broke it up. Uh, it was noted that Najee Harris dragged Melvin Ingram into the end zone on one seven shots play. They're in pads, and Ingram looked like he was tackling full strength. Najee was just stronger. Um, it is worth noting that Ben Roethlisberger had the day off. Uh, he got his veteran day off on this Monday, so that's nothing new. When he works two days in a row, they typically give him the third day off. They did do some goal line works, and there was a little bit of controversy. Brian Batko of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette says with the Steelers going into their full team drills, Mason Rudolph is taking the first team reps with Chuksakora for left tackle, Rashad Coward at left guard, Kendrick Green at center, Trey Turner at right guard, and Zach Banner at right tackle. That's the first team offensive line. Then he says there's a con- controversial goal line period. Much argument in the press box. Uh, Batko said he thought the defense won it 4-3 with pass breakups by Buddy Johnson, James Pierre, and Mark Gilbert. However, uh, one for Zach Banner because he thought that Mason Rudolph threw it off his back. Kevin Dotson was running with the second team. Mason Rudolph's group for goal line went two for three. Dwayne Haskins over two. Joshua Dobbs one for two. Um, and then he mentioned the Najee Harris run into the into the end zone with the starters. Um, but some people are saying he's in again. Bradko is saying that Melvin Ingram may have stopped his progress in the backfield. Uh, so a little bit of controversy there without the officials. It's tough to tell. Uh, the first team offensive line remains the same as I just read it to you. There's no change. So if you're thinking about when is Kevin Dotson going to be inserted as with the starting group, not yet. Tempers flared at Heinz Field on Monday. Uh, speaking of Gilbert and Rico Bussey, they got into it again. This isn't their first scuffle after the last play of the team drill. Uh, and then also Deontay Johnson and someone had a little dust up in the two-on-two passing drills. Roethlisberger stepped in and pulled Johnson out of there, but it was over quickly. Uh, it was not great to see this report from Brooke Pryor. She said the defense by far had the advantage in the team run period. 
The offensive line got manhandled. You hate to see that uh, adjective used to describe the offensive line, and the running backs got drilled pretty consistently. As I mentioned, Benny Snell didn't work uh, today. He did not practice, but uh, Dale Lawley says that Benny Snell is now doing some sprints without his helmet, so that's a sign that he's at least working his way back. Uh, Speaking of the wide receivers, with James Washington and Raymond McLeod not practicing, Anthony Johnson getting some first-team reps, Juju Smith-Schuster is basically giving the day off, so a lot of these lesser-known receivers were getting some quality repetitions. Devin Bush, I mentioned this yesterday, did not meet with media, uh, but he did not dodge them on Monday. He actually stayed and met with the media. He was asked about his Twitter rants of last month, and according to Chris Adamski of the Tribune Review, uh, Bush said, quote, I really don't know. I don't know if they're true fans, meaning if uh, if he wants to apologize about the, the Twitter rants of last month that made fans mad. Uh, Chris Adamski said, did anyone in the organization tell him to cool it or watch what he says? And he said, quote, it's my Twitter, so they can't control it. Mark Caballi then responded to that, and this is Mark Caballi, The Athletic. He said, I do recall Mike Tomlin shutting down Mike Mitchell's social media for a season a few years back, so yeah, the Steelers can control a player's Twitter. James Washington left practice uh, Sunday with an, with, I look like a lower body injury of some kind. And Tomlin said after practice that James Washington, uh, who was not practicing, obviously, was being medically evaluated and he would have an update probably tomorrow. So again, not a lot of news. The Steelers are definitely picking their spots in regards to how they utilize players, players getting some veteran time off. They, they don't want to have players wear down. I, I think that it's safe to say a lot of players might have done that in the last season in 2020. They're trying to avoid that at all costs. In the meantime, I'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday, for one final training camp recap before the Philadelphia Eagles preseason game this Thursday. I'll also be back for a Mike Tomlin press conference recap, so make sure you check all those out right at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and wherever you get your podcast, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain. Subscribe, follow, so that you do not miss a thing. In the meantime, how we always finish it out, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great day. Go Steelers.